Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. You'll often hear me talk about team pain, and that is the folks behind me, literally behind me and what I get done. And depending on my mental state and uh, the state of business, like actual the business I'm doing, I may not have some of the kindest words for team pain because... There are times when team pain, team pain really does disappoint and team pain really does fall through and team pain doesn't really put in the effort that I think team pain should. However, there are times when team pain actually steps up to the plate and does far beyond what I could ever expect. And oftentimes those times are when I'm not even expecting it to happen. It's just when it's needed, not when it's just sort of wanted by me, even if I don't convey those wants in real words, just mind reading and hoping people can understand what team pain is needing at the moment and not actually getting what John Payne is needing at the moment. So all that was jumbled up just to say uh, there are people who have my back and the people who I know have my back. And when I need something, when I'm really in need of something, those people will always step in as soon as I ask or more importantly, They'll figure things out from things not being right, and they will try to interject as quickly as possible to figure out what's going on so that they can actually have my back in what's happening. Now, being a introverted type of person, the person who's really into my head, it really is hard to kind of get to know me, to be honest. But the people who do get to know me or the people that work with me and work with me well and the people who are either needing me for something, I'm some sort of cog in the wheels that they have going on, or they, I need them for something. They are brought in to be cogs in the wheels of things I'm managing. Work well in knowing when things are off. Work well in knowing that the team is not right. And work well when somebody is dropping a ball to pick things up. The sports analogy is perfect for this because it's literally a team effort of so many people out there on the field. And maybe even you think about this in a singles sort of thing uh, where one person may be doing all the quote unquote work, but there's a team around that person making sure that everything is there the way it should be. Or the team analogy Uh, football season is about to start here as this is being recorded here in 2020. And so American football is 11 men on the field for one team. 11 men on the field from the other team, and each of those men have a role, have a job. And if they do their job, the score should be fairly low. There shouldn't be too many things come out of place. A couple scores will make it here or there, a couple of big plays on either side, and things should be even. What gets exploited is when one side has a person or more than one person who miscommunicates and doesn't do their job and doesn't have their back and doesn't sit where they're supposed to be, and then something falls apart. And not only is someone not doing their job, someone sliding over to sort of compensate means there's a hole left over to hold things back. So as you are working through your life in general and your personal development in particular, you've got to think about that in the larger team setting and ask yourself, who actually has your back? 
who's on your left and your right flanks if you're in the middle of a sports allergy? Who's going to take care of that thing that you aren't going to take care of because of time, because of stress, because of extra work? Who's going to be there when things are crashing down around you, offering you support, reaching out their hand to pull you up, brushing you off, sometimes giving you the push and a little pat in the butt get you back in action to get finished because you do have to finish that thing. Who actually has your back? A few weeks back, we talked about the five people, the whole average of five people that you'd spend time with. And that's something that's used as a metaphor, an outward symbol that you can sort of tangibly see of people you're trying to emulate, people you want to be peers with, people who are doing great things and you don't want to let them down. So you want to do just as great, if not better, so that you actually raise the average, if you will. That's what that whole thing's about. And that's not what this is about. This is about not this is about the team you have, not about uh, the people you want to be sitting in the Pantheon of people you want to sit around the boardroom and want to compete with. These are people who actually help you get things done. People who are actually in your orbit and are there. This is family members. These are friends. These are coworkers. might be associates of, of some sort that are just partnered for the reasons. It's the whole reason and season type thing for the people. These are the people that are in your neighborhood, people that you meet each day that help you manage the neighborhood that is you and your head and your personal development and professional development as well. Who actually has your back? If this were a longer series, I could go through a list of types of people that you'd want to have have your back. But we're going to do some generic thought processing of how the people should be around you. You should have a fairly functional family relationship as to the point where the family that you deal with is not dragging you down, if not building you up. For some people, that's not possible. In fact, for some people, that's where their personal development journey journey begins because they had such a dysfunctional family. But you should start with the people that are blood or near blood to you that you call upon in those dire occasions, people who will pretty much take that phone call, uh, offer you space, offer you comfort, and sometimes it's just a hug. And they don't have to be the nicest, sweetest, kindest piece of family. They just have to be available to offer up something. Family should be the first place you look for for who's got your back. Because in most cases, even when family's not doing so great in the family sense, if family is threatened, family usually comes together. And figures it out. Your friends. And there are basically two types of friends. There are or well, three types of friends, I'll say. There's the friends that you consider family. So those fit in that larger group that will basically, you know, bleed for you if they need to. There are good friends that you spend time with, that you know quite a bit about, that will vouch for you in most cases and do things for you in most cases. Assuming it's not necessarily life-threatening, and some of them will. Some of them would, might, you might find are just that crazy. Uh, but assuming it's not going to put too much out on their end, they are more than able and capable of holding you back, holding your back, not holding you back. Some can hold you back, but of having your back when you are in need. And then there are the acquaintance-type friends, and these are people who are sort of in and out at various points. You might have met them because someone needed some help and you got pulled into it or you need some help and they got pulled into it. And they'll be there in cases as well, 
they usually kind of show up and then disappear and show up and disappear. And hopefully they show up in the time when you need them and they can be useful. And if they don't, do whatever you can to engage with them so that when you do need their assistance, it's not an awkward ask. It's just an ask. And they can help or not help. Then there's acquaintances like co-workers and club members and fraternity brothers and sisters, things like that, that you know from some sort of social circle or inner circle that don't have an actual obligation to do much for you, but tend to offer up pretty good support when they can. You may have a former co-worker who knows of a person moving out a few houses down the street while you're moving, and they may ring you up and say, hey, there's this place to check out. You may have a fat frat brother that you may not actually like in real life, but he's your frat brother and you need to move something. He's a big dude. He'll move you something. That's what he likes to do. You may have a old girlfriend who you may have not had the best best way in parting ways with. But if there's something in need and something really, really that you really need something from, she will more than happily come out there and help you out. While ribbing you for the breakup, of course, because that's what she does. But there are plenty of people out there who can have your back. The most important thing about this is to know who actually has your back. There will be times when you need assistance. Even if you're a hard-headed guy like me, you will need the assistance of folks out there, uh, whether you can verbally announce it or not. And you need to know what people can figure out that you need trouble and what people you can actually ask to get help get you out of trouble when you need help. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it is pretty simple to have a good idea who actually has your back. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast, or in actual English, thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. I don't know. I got a little flustered and tongue-tied towards the end of it. To be a tr- bit transparent in the actual recording, uh, the phone kept going off in the middle of this 10-minute recording, and so it's been chopped up in about five different pieces and had to be trimmed up a little bit, and we probably actually missed a couple clicks. So this won't be the most best properly edited and trimmed out edition of the Demon Life Lesson podcast, so apologies for that. But hopefully the lesson itself will make up for the audio full pause that may be in there. And the lesson is kind of simple. Have some idea who has your back. And sometimes you don't really know until you get into a jam and ask because some people you think will be there won't. Some people you would never imagine in a million years to be there will. And some people just kind of show up out of the blue ready to help. Like I said, you might have some frat brother that you don't really like so much, but you got to move something that dude is always there so don't take any of that for granted and make sure that people that you care about know that you have their back as well this is not a karma thing this is not a quid pro quo thing it's just a good human being thing be a good human and make sure you've got the back of as many people that you can and the people who have your back you definitely have theirs in the pinch now if you really want more of a pinch of a message, you can check out Steps You're a Better You. It's much like this one, the 10-Minute Life Lesson podcast, but it's literally a pinch in time. 
90 seconds. A minute and a half is all the podcast is. And you can take that message, just like today's message, and go put it straight to work. Find out information about that podcast and more about 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast at the home for these things, yourbetteryou.info. Also at that website, find out information about how I can help you become your better you, like that tagline, where you can get sign up for something as simple as accountability coaching or something a bit more detailed like group coaching. Um, we I have a program that's called Better You in 52 where you go into a cohort with people and you self-coach each other just like that. New cohort will be forming fairly soon. So if you want to be a part of it, let me know by going to the website, getting information and filling out the application at yourbetteryou.info. Email this show in particular at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. Find out more information about Jay Cleveland Payne at jclevenpayne.net and subscribe to the podcast yourself so you don't miss out on episodes and share with other like-minded people so we can join in in the energy and the work and the trying to make the world better place by us making our individual pieces, part persons, bodies better on over overall. That one didn't sound too elegant either. Like I said, apologies for the for the tongue tiedness, which is not a word, and for some of the clicks and glitches in the episode. It's a bit of a struggle to get this one in there, but next time I will make sure the phone is off before I start recording the next episode. So that means just for that point, we'll have a great episode based on those things alone coming up soon, like in seven days, here on the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast from yourbetteryou.info.